Beautiful Joe Bendel. We made it. This is our first interview on the Life Pilot podcast. And I'm so honored that you are my guest because I feel like we have been on a journey together for the better part of 11 or 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. I was just thinking about when was the first time I met you? And I would say it's like, it's it's 11 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to share a little bit about uh, who you are? <laughs> what yeah. you do and then 11 years ago where you were at and then we'll talk about the oh. beautiful journey of lifestyle design that you've been on oh yeah absolutely well first of all I'm really looking forward to this conversation um I think it's going to be really interesting to to reflect back as well um yeah so I'm Joe. I well I mean like the non-strategic thing to way I would say this is like just a girl going after her dreams figuring it out as she goes um t- sharing what she learns and then in the process of that has built a really beautiful business with you know a gorgeous global audience of of business owners who know they're meant for more and they don't want to settle and you know it's really just it's been quite the journey um really lots of evolutions of me as I kind of grow and and change and like you've seen me change my life so many times as same as yours and um so yeah now I mean my clients probably call me a business coach mindset coach productivity and it's all um been like a 12-year journey of what's turned out created this gorgeous method group of methodologies called the meant for more um methodology yeah yeah, I love it. Meant for more, which we all are. I'm always saying you're deserving yeah. of this beautiful life. And do you want to cast your mind back to when we did mm. first meet? Was it at the Spain retreat or was it before that? No, no. Um, it was, I lived in the UK. So I so I live in Spain now. Um, and I was living in the UK. I was in a relationship living with a boy. And um, I just started my business. I had no idea when I stepped into this online underworld, I was just like, I had no idea that all this stuff was going on. I'm like, what? And like seeing you obviously as the suitcase entrepreneur was super inspiring because it was showing me, oh, you can create a life of freedom. You can build a business where you can work from anywhere. But I was living a life that was kind of not fulfilling. And I had this nudge constantly around, is this it? Is this it? And, And obviously listened to that nudge and then started um yeah dipping my toe into the online world and then from there it's just yeah um you know as we do we go on that journey and made lots of changes left basically blew my life up in the UK sold everything (laughs) and then became an honorary suitcase entrepreneur (laughs) yes you did yeah and you've done it so well and you've been doing it since which I love I know when I sort of hung up my traveling boots to settle into the lifestyle here and obviously then go on to like have a gorgeous toddler, dogs and marriage and all the things. And I just love having my community go, I'm here now and I'm doing this. And yes. I'm like, fantastic. You are continuing the ethos of, yeah. you know, that true freedom lifestyle and doing it in your own way. But what I love, Joe, is that I, I've really seen you grow during that time and make some big life decisions. Mm-hmm. And you've always done it with, I, I loved how you said at the beginning, you're just a girl who's wanting to live her dreams. Because I feel like that's been your philosophy and motto from the get go. And when I first met you, you were much more into productivity. And I know that's still a fantastic skill set of yours. But you have morphed and changed over the years as you said into business coaching and you've tried all sorts of wonderful things lots of different offers and I feel like really in the last few years and this is why I think it's important to chat I feel like you found your thing and everybody 
knows who Joe is and what she stands mm-hmm. for. And you do help people find their journey of why they're meant for more and help them uncover their mindset blocks and all those beautiful things. And you've moved to Spain, bought a house, done, you know, like you're constantly living and breathing your values of going on beach walks and runs and meeting up with wonderful friends and running little retreats in in your town in Malaga, I believe, and hosting people and just showing them what's possible. And it just feels like you've really nailed it. Like you've designed Uh your perfect life or, you know, the life that you want to live and it's fulfilling. So Mm -hmm. do you just want to talk people through maybe a couple of the key mindset shifts that you needed to make to be where you are now because it's it's definitely a journey it definitely has and like anybody that's kind of followed it for any number of years knows that I talk a lot about self-doubt being somebody that's um suffered with self-doubt and I just share it openly because I think I wish that people had kind of shared a lot more of that when I started and I I want people to know that you can have doubts and you can um you know think that you're not good enough or that what you what you teach isn't valuable and all of the stuff that our mind offers us and still and still create a business and a life that's really fulfilling and rewarding um, and that's, that's why I always share that I think if I if I go back right to the start the very first shift that I had to make was imperfect action is better than no action and I I just I fortunately found a way to embrace that so fully that I can, it's my default now. And I, I I say that to you because I'm just saying, I, I just got back from a massage. I've got massage hair because for some reason we've got no water in my block. <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't matter because like my default, I have no problem being like imperfect action because I still have my standards. This is what I said. I've still got standards, but mm. it's giving me, it's given me the, the permission to just um, to put things out there and know like, oh, you know, if one person hears this and it's useful, then it's worth it. So that was a huge thing for me when I first started. Um, mm-hmm. And then it just, you know, that just became my like comfort zone of like, yeah, I'm okay with that. And so what was the next thing? And and that's when I started, you know, think it, it all became much more about these, I call it an interim mission, you know, like, like for, instead of me trying to find out what's my life purpose, I'm like, at the moment, what is the thing that I'm like passionate about enough to get up and push through the resistance and all of that stuff? And it's it's still about being an example of the meant for more methodology, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's then it makes it easier, you know. Like it's fine. It's almost like these little mindset games of like, really, what do I need to do to be able to allow myself to get out there and show up? And um, you know that. And what, what you talked about, actually, the values thing has been such a huge part of my journey, but I didn't know at the time. Um, you know, when I first started my membership, so years ago, I used to have a membership, you're saying about big decisions. And that was because I was traveling and I wanted a freedom business model. And it worked really well. Then when I got my home, I decided, right, I want to, um, you know, have a base, bought my house in Spain, and was like, okay, like my value of connection is now not not getting hit. Closed the membership down, which was huge at the time for me because that was like my, you know, that was my income. And like you said, and this has been the journey I think people need to know is that, yeah, we are going to outgrow things that absolutely were right because, and if things don't feel right, it's a value that's not getting met. And that was a huge lesson for me around how I've built my business now is, yeah, it's very, very values-based. Yeah. Do you actually want to talk people through your business now, even if you can just kind of 
yeah, how it's structured, how many days yeah, a week sure. work. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's so funny, isn't it? Because you were saying about, you know, I get up and I do my beach walks, etc. One of my visions, when I really started my business, I lived in the middle of the UK, nowhere near a beach, you know, and I had this, my perfect day was I get up, I walk along the beach, and I watch the sunrise. And I can do that every day here. And I never will get bored of that because it's so significant of like, oh, do you remember this was a dream and now it's, you know, it's not. But it's so easy for us when we look at how, um, you know, okay, how how many days a week I work and things. We forget that we didn't used to have that. And we haven't, you know, like we've engineered it and we've, you know, tried and tested different things. So for me, my business, the, you know, a big part of my business is that a group coaching container, like my signature offer, which is the meant for more immersion. And that's where you know, my clients will come and like really implement the methodologies, the principles, the systems and all of that um, together in a community. I love creating a community of like-minded people because I think that's been such a big part of what's helped me. Um, Mm -hmm. I also do one-on-one and, um, you know, from little bite-sized things to like longer containers. And then there's the Spain retreat that happens once a year, which is, again, it's just a great, a really great um, view of like oh you know remember when you used to dream about this you know um and in fact it was it's February so I always know in February it was a it was February that we met we were I came to your retreat in Bali and I always have this significance around February around oh this is when you made the decision to like leave the UK leave the boyfriend um (laughs) and I'm like oh yeah now I host my own retreats you know it's just like this evolution of that anyway um And Joe, I do just want to say as well, throughout our friendship and client work and, you know, whatever relationship we've been in, I feel like you've been one of the best implementers of some of the tools and resources that I put out, like the perfect day, you know, I've lived and breathed that for so long and people still do it. Um, And for anybody listening or watching, you just head to lifepilot.co forward slash perfect because there's a brand new, beautiful template Uh there, but you really did. Like you just said, that's what you have on your perfect day. And what I keep repeating to people is, you as you said you weren't anywhere near a beach but it's the point of understanding where you want to be and what you'd like it to look like and in the meantime if you're not near a beach you could go to the local pool or the local pond or you know just be near a body of water um, or do that once a week and I think you just really made that happen and it became very clear very quickly that you weren't living in alignment with your values that you as you said you weren't even probably attuned to but at the time you just knew it wasn't what you wanted yeah I had no idea I didn't understand really about living to your values because of course we're all told this is what it looks like and then you know you the beauty back then of the online industry was it was still very inspiring um because people were showing us you know like you were showing us like this is what you can do and I'm like oh my gosh and so and you know like if if you get a vision that comes in about your, your perfect day then you know, it's, not everyone gets the same one. Like, it's yours for a reason. You're allowed to pursue it. And then you're allowed to change your mind. Um, exactly. And I think going back to like the business model thing around, it's okay to outgrow what you used to want. And, you know, I have so many, so many friends because again, the online world is telling us if you're still doing coaching calls, then you're doing it wrong. And it's like, do you know what? I get so energized from my clients. I would not remove that. But I have mm-hmm. them in a container like Tuesdays are my coaching day. You know, I'm so I so again, that's just from trial and error around if I don't have connection and, and contact and, and being in it with the clients, then some stuff I some of my needs aren't getting met. 
Mm. And I, this is so personal. The whole business journey is so personal around you. This is why I talk about embrace the experiment. You've got to give yourself permission to just experiment because from that, you're going to learn what energizes me, what drains me. My business model isn't going to be right for everybody. And 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 there is no right or wrong, but we've got to we've got to allow ourselves to be like, what's my way? And in actual mm. fact, the biggest thing that's been successful in my in my business journey has been when I literally just go well what would the real joe do is like one of the things that i'm just like you know it's like that whole identity (laughs) um but as soon as i try and put myself into like somebody has said like this is the business model this is the funnel you've got to create this the business halts you know like it literally stalls but when i'm like i feel like doing this and it's i'm not following a strategy and i'm just being like this would be that's when it thrives and i think that's really important to Mm -hmm. share of course i've got a lot of knowledge so i can do that now but yes yeah, yeah I love finding it. our own way. It is about designing the business or the career that fits you and your lifestyle. And I love that you've said that, you know, connection is one of your needs that needs to be met. Um, my love language is quality time and I'm the same. I feel like that's why I love the one-to-one coaching because it feels yeah. like a real quality time with the person or the group coaching endeavors and why I love running retreats and I want to, you know, be running them again. 2025, here we come. Oh, um, nice. And why throughout my career, and I had, you know, so many different things, you know, passive income, affiliate, et cetera, none of it mattered as much as the live group coaching programs I did, because like you, that is where I show up best. I love teaching. I love coaching. I love learning. I love the interaction. I love bringing people together. And as you say, creating those beautiful communities. And I think it's really important. And this is where you have to listen into what works for you. And I love seeing now more and more women and especially now that I'm a mum more and more oh a bird just <laughs> literally hit my window I don't know if that's a sign but it flew off wow okay um so yeah what I love is that I'm seeing more and more women saying you know what I don't want to work five days a week the hustle culture is not for us and um, I want to work two days a week and spend two days with my family and I want to have one day fully off and I just love how people People are starting to recognize finally that actually it's up to you how you design your life. And that often the less time you have in which to, you know, make money and give your offers, the more productive you are and the more profitable. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're stretching your time to fit the days versus I've only got two days to work on my business, you make everything happen and you prioritize what is the most important thing and you go for the most profitable offers that are impactful that give the most to your clients and give the most to you and it's yeah that's so true brainer and people yeah and I can remember when I first decided I wanted to take Fridays off and like the only way to do is to like book a girl's lunch and then I'm like right I've got to have everything done by Thursday of course it got done and Mm -hmm. so there's like again as we go back to these like little strategies that help you um become you know focus on the right things give yourself less time you're going to have to pick well 80 20 rule 20 percent. start doing the 20 percent tasks you know <laughs> that give you 80 percent of the results yeah. absolutely so do you still take what i used to call freedom fridays yeah 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 yes. nice and you literally <laughs> yeah. book in a lunch or you yeah. book in something like a spa day or just an yeah. event where you're going off yeah I always have like Fridays are always, always my like day or I can, if I can take the day off. And of course, if I'm in a busy period, I can choose to work. But ultimately, that's my day for, yeah, going to the spa, having a pedicure, meeting the girls or just, you know, recurring up with a book or going away for the weekend. You know, it's just it's um, but it because we you, you forget 
I mean, that's the thing. I've got so many friends that in the, live in the UK who still have like traditional jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's only when I go and spend time with them that I realize, oh, I have so much freedom actually, because I, I've chosen to have a, this spacious um, calendar. And it, but we just, because it's our norm again, we have to keep reminding ourselves, yeah, like, mm -hmm. what's the, is there another, like, is there a next more to kind of push, you know? Yeah. I'd love to come back to your shift. So the very first one mm. that you had to make, um, yes. even as a productivity sort of expert and probably perfectionist, was embrace the imperfect action. So imperfect is better than yeah. no action. Um, yeah. What would you say has been one of the other major shifts that you've made on, on this journey, uh, especially when you were starting to see you were coming up against some of those blocks on growth, et cetera, and expanding your business? Um, what was another shift that might really resonate with people who are listening, who are going through something similar? I think there's two, and this is why I still always have productivity and mindset as a big part of the, you know, the meant for more process, because one is the identity shift. Like I, mm -hmm. you know, constantly, and for me, it's like the real joke. Like that is basically, an another way of explaining it is when I'm being my favorite self, which just feels so much more, gives more grace than best self, you know, is when I'm being my favorite self, I'm showing up for what I've decided is important and a priority more than I'm not. And and that means um, I have the right habits. I have the right um, thoughts, you know, and I'm, 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 I've got the discipline to show up for the systems that I've worked out work for me. So it is, it's the identity shift of like ha, ha, being the type of woman who has the thoughts and beliefs that she needs and then using a bit of structure around, okay, right in the next 24 hours, what's the thing I'm going to get done or, Am I going to start my morning in a certain way? You know, like just whatever, you, whatever your things are, like one of the big tools that I've used as a kind of focus is the, what well, I call it my secret weapon. It's like the weekly, weekly day, weekly CEO day, like every Friday or every Sunday, or whatever your time is, you sit down and you go through this process. And that's, um, it, there's like a five-step process. And the first one is celebrate, like celebrate mm. what you've, you know, the last seven days, celebrate your efforts, no matter what happened, you showed up, you're, you know, you're, it's not easy going after your dreams. It's really not easy. And we want to acknowledge that. So, so yeah, to answer the question, two things, the identity shift and then having some practical um, habits that literally like foundational hold me up to keep me moving forwards in the right direction. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, two things I want to focus on there. Mm -hmm. The identity shift, huge, because I've obviously gone through that massively. Like I feel like I'm Madonna sometimes being the queen yeah. of reinvention. And yeah. I love with each identity shift how you, if you're open to it, you have the opportunity to grow, to learn, yeah. um, to take on some new identities, to release some old. Uh, has that been the case for you? Have you felt like, you know, the the real Joe has actually morphed quite a lot? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, of course. And that's the, the point is, I keep saying to people is we are meant to grow and evolve. Mm -hmm. um, and you are going to bump up against stuff. And, um, you know, it, it's great, because like, I, I've learned, you know, like the tools take we humans just need repetition, don't they a lot of the time. And so with the with the identity shift, it's like, okay, right, who is she now? Like, what does she believe now? What are her dreams? What are her goals and stuff? And yeah, you know, what does she have to believe to you know to be able to get into action mode to show up for that and that isn't just a one-off exercise is it it's like every day I need to be writing down like these three things around like this I'm the type of girl who right okay yeah and like I'm I'm, I'm program programming myself just in my own you know little way mm -hmm. to to because to be more of that so what happens is that I always I, I go through the stage where I feel like 
I'm in between two two Joes. There's like the old, comfortable, familiar, and then there's that next level one. And I'm in the middle, and it's really very much more comfortable to just lean back and be that familiar place. But of course, you can't because you're you're pulled forwards to that next version of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's that it's there is there is a there is a a process. You don't just like step into it, and it's just like being gentle with yourself. Like for me, that's what get on my my walks. Make sure I'm you know eating well. Like make sure I'm doing the things that will allow me to. And so now I felt it at the end of last year, and so now I you know it's like I was leaning forward, I was ready, and now I feel like I'm next level Joe again now. So I'm in the I had the next kind Beautiful. of evolution, and from here things feel different. And it's like you just put on a different pair of glasses, and you can see. Oh, you know, like one of the big shifts for me because of um, always of the, the su- suffered with like not good enough stuff is that I'm I suddenly saw the how powerful the meant for more methodology was. I'm like, oh my gosh, you've been creating this for ten years. Mm-hmm. It's been tried and tested by hundreds of, of of business owners, and I could suddenly see, oh yeah, this is really valuable. This is really, mm-hmm. you know, it's like how you feel about the life pilot, yeah. you know, um, and. And so just these little shifts. And then we just, you know, we got to choose to be like, right, I'm going to put my focus there. I'm going to put my focus there. Like who does that version of me, what would she do next? Because it is a choice around which 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 glasses I put on, you know. Yeah, I love that. And what you're also talking about there is that you've turned up for yourself every day. Yeah. I've been really such a stickler for this is, you know, who do you prioritize? You prioritize yourself first, because if you are coming from a place of energy and rest and peace and happiness, then you get to give so much more to everybody else, including yourself. If you're coming, you've always been so good at that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think I have. I've just always had boundaries, right? Like my workout first, although ironically before this interview today, I didn't get that in because I was Still leaping, um, but I will make time for it today. And what I love about that is actually it's the art and consistency of showing up for yourself yeah. and saying, you know, I'm going to work out today or I'm going to go on a dog walk or I'm going to do this thing. And when you repeatedly do that and you show up for yourself, you have that belief that you can pretty much do anything. And I see it so often with people as they'll say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do a workout today. Mm-hmm. And they never do. And so they're constantly breaking their, I guess, agreement with themselves, which is really dangerous because yes. if you do that for long enough, you never believe in yourself to be able to do anything. And if you don't believe that you can carry through on something for yourself, how are you going to be able to do it with others? Yeah. And do you know what I want to say about this though? Because I've watched you ever since I've known you be good at this. I was not somebody I could rely on. You know, for a long time, I would set all the intentions and decide what my habits would be. And I I didn't find it easy to show up for myself. And the point is that you can change who you are, right? I don't, I'm still not 100% perfect at it, but I, I am somebody I can rely on now. And I did not used to be able to say that. And like you say, it's because it's come from, I keep trying. Yes, I might, I, I might. I might stop and it'd be like, oh yeah, okay. But I always will get back up and be like, right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go again. And now again, it's about strengthening which muscle do I want to strengthen? I want to strengthen the one, the version of me who's being my favorite self more than she's not. And um, and so I, I think it's just important to say it's like it's okay if you if you aren't that version of you right now, because I wasn't either. Um, and I always say, like, you are who you decide you are. Like every the single day, mm-hmm. you are who you decide you are. Do you want to be somebody who moves her body, which is my current thing every day, move my body 30 minutes, right? Yeah, that's who I, that's who I'm deciding I am right now. Like, what's your version of that? If it needs to be a business thing, like I, 
I um I if I am who I who I say I am then I'm the type of person who you know works for 90 minutes three times a week on my business or whatever the thing needs to be yeah yeah I love that Joe. and you're right it's every single day who are you showing up as and it's not about being perfect because I don't think there is such a thing as perfect I feel like in the motherhood journey I have been showing that more than ever in my entire life who I show up as in the moment ultimately defines me and it doesn't matter if I have moments where I've lost it reacted being the worst version of myself because Natalie is still turning up every time attempting to be the best version of herself and she'll make mistakes and she'll get it wrong but the consistency is there and the love and the learning and the teaching and all those things combined it's definitely been a trip yeah and I think this is what's interesting is that we're not talking I mean like okay it takes dedication and it it takes commitment and keep going and you know all that stuff but we're not talking about any secret thing that people are doing it's like there are some very simple things that if you decide ahead of time and become like you said really stop like start building the you know not breaking promises to yourself you Mm -hmm. you keep doing that that's what we just got to keep doing and that's how we actually ultimately design lives and businesses that we you know that we feel fulfilled by it's just it's not anything harder than do you know what you keep showing up (laughs) exactly and you become that person yeah in doing so and one of my favorite things is you know I I talk about this with Josh a lot because he's not naturally an exerciser. Whereas ever since I think I was born, I've just loved movement and it actually really calms me. It makes me feel amazing. It makes me feel strong. It gives me energy, all the things like I a hundred percent know I benefit from it. And so I show up to that feeling and because of who I am. And then I see people who it's not natural for them and uh, they actually almost need to tell themselves this, you know, it's not a false sight. They have to tell themselves I I am somebody who moves my body every day. They don't need to say, I'm going to try and do three workouts this week. They're just going yeah. to be, I am somebody who prioritizes moving my body every day, even if that's five minutes of stretching. And that shift alone for Josh this year has been huge. I feel like this is the first year where he is actually prioritizing it because he's made a commitment to himself um, to move his body every day in yeah. some way, shape or form. And it's been really interesting because it's been six years of kind of watching this progression of the start, oh, wow. the stop. Maybe I'll do this. Maybe I won't. And, you know, one, you do have to find a thing that you enjoy doing. But two, you also just have to ultimately step into being that person. And as you say, showing up for yourself every day. It's not um, it's not some amazing thing. Like, I've just become it. And I really yeah, love seeing when people accept that and lean into it. And and one thing at a time, would you say as well, Joe? Yeah. Like, too many people take on too many habits at once. And then they just, like, go. Whereas I love one change for two to three months, that's what I commit to. So when I was starting intermittent fasting, which we were speaking about before I hit record, which I love and has been quite amazing for me and my energy levels, my my like general health, longevity, and just how I feel. And I really committed to it since like September last year. And now we're into February at the time of recording. And I'm. it's taken, you know, it hasn't taken that long, but I've seen the results from the get-go. And now I would say I'm an intermittent faster. So now I can focus on the next evolution uh, of whatever I want to be working on. And I feel that's another thing for people to understand is good things take time and changes this consistent showing up for yourself. And then you can start to layer the new levels of you and the new habits. Yeah, because the thing is, it's like also knowing 
if there's one habit that's going to have this ripple effect across all areas of my life, what does it pick that one to like really go, you know, all in on? And again, it's that the, the theme of the week for all of my calls at the moment has been like, how can we simplify? Because mm. like the simpler we, simpler it is, the easier it is to do, but also it is literally some small tweaks done on repeat. And then, like you said, reminding yourself, no, I'm the type of person who, who does this. Um, that's That's how we change our life. Like, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. I should have asked you this right at the beginning because I'm sure people are curious and going Nat ask Joe what is behind the meant for more methodology without giving away all your secret sauce because we'll obviously share where you are but but it's been 10 years in the making I imagine a lot of it is Joe's journey as a girl yeah. living her <laughs> dreams but yeah. what would you say is at the heart of the meant for more methodology I mean the name says it all but just so people yeah. can understand I mean it's just it's just for people who don't want to settle you know like you have this it's like not settling is I, even when I say that it gives me tingles because I'm just like yeah like not settling for people like us doesn't feel good we're not you know like we're not built for fine okay and average life as much as we try like I've tried many times and it just sucks everything out of me so it's the, the the whole, you know, how it kind of really created was being brave enough to chase my dreams, being brave enough to let things go, um, to not settle. That is, that's really what it, um, that's really what it, kind of the concept was. It's like just, and you know, like the people it resonate with, it's like, you know, in your heart, you're meant for more, you're capable of more. It isn't for the people that are like, oh, you know, like the hustling more because my clients, their more is, I want to take the summer off. Or mm-hmm. um, I, I want to buy a new house, you know, like things like that. And that that's that's what's the gorgeous thing about it. So I think it's about being honest. You start, be honest, I want more. That's not easy to to acknowledge, especially when people around us don't necessarily feel the same. Um, and and it's okay. It's okay to 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 want more. It's okay to not and not not settling is just like a whole um, you know, skill. <laughs> skill that's not easy. And I'm still getting still getting shown it um yeah, yeah and I think you know that that's kind of like the concept and then obviously there's lot there's the methodologies inside of it depending on and like it isn't like a right step one step two step three it's like right where it's a it is a spiral I will keep going back to oh at the moment I need to like get really in touch with my vision again or um I've got to work on my mindset you know like the depending on which on what season I'm in or my clients are in as to what area they would kind of like dive into Mm, beautiful I do want to touch on one thing you said there is about as you evolve and Mm. as you go I'm not going to settle anymore some of your dearest and nearest are not going to be on that journey with you yeah you have a piece of advice for people who are right there right now and you know going "Mm, maybe I need a new set of friends maybe I need to uh just have a bit of space for my family as I go through this growth stage because this is really important because you do need to be surrounded by people who are going on it with you but what's one of your biggest pieces of advice is to your clients who are in this space. Well, I think you're, you know, like we know, we all know the sayings, like you are the sum of the five people you spend time with. And so it is about noticing, hang on, do I feel energized or drained by the people that are around me? Sometimes you can't change that. Sometimes you can. Um, but, but finding people that can just give you those sparks of, it's okay. It's okay to want more. It's okay to want more. It doesn't mean it's not selfish. It's not anything like that. So finding finding those people. Um, um, yeah, it's it's a yeah. I think that's it. It's just like go and yeah. find the people that inspire you. 
and yeah. and no there is nothing wrong with you it doesn't because a lot of people were like I feel selfish because life's so much life's okay like is it okay to want more um well yeah because like that ripple effect of you feeling fulfilled is going to benefit everyone else in your life um yeah beautiful you're so right and I think it's also about as you said for those people you maybe can't not have in your life um it's about setting boundaries and not allowing them in on your energetic world when you need it so um you know limiting your time or when you're in those moments just being part of the family or the friend group um but not necessarily talking about your work or your life if it's it's, uh makes things tough and and then talk about that with the people who really get it and know it yeah the people And and focus on what you can control Right. It's mm. like we don't, we, you know, like or what I can control is like how I feel or my reaction to what, how they feel. Um, and that's when I think it's so important to, to remember that your thoughts are little stories that your mind has told you. And you don't have to believe every single one of them. <laughs> They're often not yeah. true. Pick some different ones that feel better, because yeah. when we have a thought, it determines how we feel. And then that, you know, impacts everything. So being really being really um well I always say don't leave your mind unsupervised you know it's like mm, I love that um yeah being intentional just keeping an eye on it yeah mm, I love that I was on a hike the other day on this incredible escarpment track with a girlfriend uh, I took a a mum's night away stayed over with a girlfriend and we did this hike in the morning and it had the most incredible views of the ocean and it was sunny and it was just like wow we were just hiking up 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 and we were talking the whole time you know because we we're both coaches and we were vibing off each other and then we were talking about well-being and tips and fasting and hormones and all this stuff and I noticed that both her and I had some brilliant BS excuses that were coming out so she's like I know that if I don't work out in the morning I just won't work out again and I was like but really but really because if that's the story you tell yourself that's that's what you'll do and then I also found myself having some just I was like that is not even true um I try to remember them right now but one line after line after line and we're both like you and I, we're both action takers, proactive, constantly like weeding our mind of these sorts. We know of this stuff. In those, in those few, you know, like in those kilometers, I was like, hang on a minute, BS, BS, I'm calling it. And, you know, in the most possible loving way on yeah. myself as much as her. And we kind of had a laugh about it. Cause I was like, it's, it's this meant for more stuff. This being, you know, mm. I loved it. Your, what did you say before? Um, your favorite self is yeah. a journey and it is a commitment yeah. every day to put the energy into that but the what I will say for people listening who go oh that sounds like hard work the yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> harder work is letting yourself just be blah and never growing like that is incredibly hard to deal with every day constantly feeling dejected that you're not where you want to be or having the life that you want constantly feeling yeah. deflated or disappointed with yourself or others around you constantly feeling fear or stuck or anything there is a massive amount of work to live with every day versus being in that growth growth phase. And I think, do you know what's so interesting about it? What I've learned anyway is that that it's we think it's the easy route to not do the work because that is harder. But like what happens is the personal growth journey becomes so exhilarating. It sounds ridiculous to say, doesn't it? But it's like, honestly, those growing pains that you bump up against, you're going to celebrate them because you know you're not sitting still and stalling. And so that is part of the journey. Of course, I didn't understand that at the start. And it's like, oh, this is painful. Now I'm like, bring it on, embrace it. It means I'm not sat in one place. It means that I am, you know, 
being true to myself and, and, and being honest. Like, I want more. Right. Okay. What can I do about that? Um, so, I, so I do say it's, you know what? It's actually not the more, the, you know, the more you get outside your comfort zone, the more addictive it gets. And you, you don't, you still only, you still get to just do it in a safe way that feels good for your nervous system. I'm not, you know, I, I, I but it, it's actually, it's, it, it feels really exciting to me. This, mm. this, the growth, luckily, because I'm like, you know, yeah. it is quite a journey, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I love the way you phrase that, though. It's, it's so true. And it is a journey and it can be really exhilarating, especially as you unlock little snippets of yourself that have been with you for so long. And as you said, change them and ultimately become this different, better version, favorite version of you. Yeah. Um, you touched on one thing there, and I'd love to finish off on that because this is actually how we connected to have you on as the first interviewee on the Life Pilot podcast, is I think we're both really good at celebrating and yeah. celebrating the small yeah. stuff and celebrating yeah. the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Why is this so important to do, Joe? Like, you don't need to preach to me, but share with yeah, others yeah, why yeah. this is so important. And then I'd love oh. to touch on a few ways in which you like celebrating. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's like the most underrated uh, productivity tool out there. <laughs> I'm just like literally... <laughs> You know, if you're sending a message to your to your mind and being like, you know, high five, you did well today. You get up tomorrow and you're like, I did all right yesterday. <laughs> you know, and you show up differently. Like it's such a it's a tool that like people just don't realize how effective it is. Um, and you know, the concept around celebrating for me is I all and I learned this the hard way was again all of my concepts are like because I learned them and was like I don't think I like that um is like to celebrate to reward your efforts not your results um and what that meant was it's like I'm and it's like when I set my goals like my goals are reliant on my efforts rather than um you know like I tried this thing and I want to get this you know like the the external thing it's like if if it's reliant on my efforts it's just if it's to be it's up to me like I'm the person that shows up and, and puts in the effort so that for me just feels, um, I like that way better because if I'm, I get to the end of the week, I'm going to be like, I get to reward showing up this week. You know, mm. even if I did it imperfectly or didn't nail it or didn't get as much done as I thought I would, like I'm stopping reviewing and being like, okay. Um, so I, so I do think it's important to reward efforts rather than results yeah, because that it. is in our control. The results aren't. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and then the ways that I do it is literally part of that beautiful weekly secret weapon. It's just like, Mm. stop. In the last seven days, what do I want to acknowledge? Like, what am I proud of? And the reason that we're doing that is because it constantly sends this message of, I'm the type of person that gets stuff done. I'm the type of person that moves things forward, makes things happen. And, you know, that's a really powerful message to be sending yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for celebrating the smallest wins through to the biggest. Yeah, And, you know, whether that through you know massages and treats etc or lunches with friends whether that's through giving yourself a full day off booking in a holiday or sometimes it's just like yeah cheers to that I'm going to go and go on a hike now because I deserve it because I've done really awesome or literally going to dance with your fave friends and just go (laughs) yeah whatever it may be yeah a little party for yourself or with others yeah um, this has just been so energizing, Joe. I love, uh, you know, just really hearing your story again and knowing the Joe that I met who was already, you were in Bali, you were definitely like on the precipice of knowing you were going to be doing more, but you were definitely this figuring it out. Like, what is it that I really want? And I just so appreciate that you have continued to do the work and the in- invest in yourself and being able to inspire so many other amazing women and people along the way with everything thank that you. you've done um, thank you yeah. I do you know what I failed to say there is that 
there was a lot of my journey when I was like productivity coach. I knew that that wasn't where wasn't my like my end thing. I knew that wasn't going to be the thing that I was meant to be doing, but I had no idea what it was. And I think that we forget that the only way you know how you got to where you got to is to look back and be like, oh, the how, those are the steps I took. We can't be like, oh, I want to be this. And then you, you you get the steps you don't. But there were, you know, so it wasn't just like me saying, well, this isn't it. Let's try something else. It was just like, I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other and it will get, I'm going to get more and more aligned. I'm going to get closer and closer to what works. And so just reminding people that the journey um, doesn't look as clear as we think it. I think it should. <laughs> but no, thank it's you. Never yeah. linear. It's a big yeah. giant squiggle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And the destination isn't one final destination because once yes. you get to where you think it is, you've got plans to go on the next part. You know, yeah. climb that next mountain. Don't. Yeah. Don't only focus on the destination because that will lead to um, <laughs> you know, a bit of a shock. So I yeah. think it's just like, can we really enjoy the journey? as much as possible because that is that's the point and and growing pains are meant to be celebrated as well and all of that good stuff but yeah thank you because it's been so lovely to to talk and share and like like you said you've watched my journey from the very very start when I was like no idea what I'm doing thank you for (laughs) inspiring me back then (laughs) you're so welcome and I think the two big takeaways are enjoy the journey and Mm. celebrate the effort not the result. Yeah. I just think if, if you could keep those two things in mind, that's the best advice you've had from Joe and I. And it's going to take <laughs> you through this entire year and beyond. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. So where's the best place to find Joe? Hang out with her, get some of that beautiful energy. Well, I mean, um, the most active is on Instagram. I quite often pop on the stories and share what I'm up to. Um, that's Joe underscore Bendel. Um, otherwise, yeah, my website, joebendel.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Joe. It's been a blast. Thank you.